G'day. On this podcast, we talk a lot about the journey, a lot about the meat and potatoes of what we have to do, because I spend the majority of the days of my life discussing the basics, encouraging and promoting adherence, speaking about the simple side of fat loss to not only aid people's adherence when it comes to sticking to it, because most people fail simply because of not sticking to it, but also because it's very, very easy to get lost in the nuance and miss the wood through the trees when it comes to what is required. But in this particular episode, I want to share a success story with you. A particular client of mine, just finishing up their journey as we speak, I asked them to write their story and I asked them to send it to me so that I could share it, so that I could explain the ethos and explain the journey from a full spectrum of start to finish, but also to share the lessons and the individual undulations of that journey. To really go deep into what it means to achieve, what it means to succeed. Because it is easy to get lost in the basics. It is easy to just spend each day focusing on the simple aspects of transformation without really paying too much attention to what comes after or the actual intrinsic elements that need to change to make sure that not only that transformation happens, but it is sustained. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And I give you Darren's story. When I started my transformation, I just wanted to lose weight. That's it. That was my goal. There was nothing else I needed to change, just my diet and my exercise. I was in a sedentary job and it got to the point where just bending down to tie my shoelaces made me breathless. And I decided I needed to help myself get to the point where I was fitter and lighter. I knew a couple of people Chris had helped and I thought it was something I could do. So along with my wife, we signed up for MBM, made by Moyes. We started watching the videos Chris provided and read through our welcome packs and made a vow that there would be no excuses and we would listen to the advice and apply it. After all, you don't buy a dog and bark yourself, do you? If we failed, we would not fail through lack of application. When we started the program, we followed the advice. We checked in religiously, attended Zoom meetings, listened to the Facebook Lives and started exercising. Just low impact, nothing spectacular. It nearly killed us. We huffed and puffed and didn't have enough to do a 30 second plank, let alone blow a house down. To start with, we just did what we could physically manage, which wasn't much. We'd have longer than intended breaks between exercises just so that we could carry on but carry on we did. Something was always better than nothing. Some days one of us had other plans or felt rough and so we didn't do the exercise we'd planned, but we didn't skip it. We wrote an IOU and made sure we fitted it in at a later date. It wasn't always easy to stick to the calorie limits or we had a night out and knew we were going over, so we just balanced the books either before or after the event. In the days and weeks that we struggled, we took inspiration from the group and reflected upon how we can make ourselves better. 
Those walks along the prom were getting longer and faster as my weight started to reduce and were ideal times away from the hustle and bustle of the office to switch off and work out where I could improve myself. Initially, this was all about how I could enhance my adherence. And then it happened. I hurt my back. Suddenly, those walks weren't getting easier. They were getting tougher. I craved chocolate and biscuits and pasties. All the stuff I would have turned to when things got tough in the past. I got a bit down over those times, but I didn't give in. I'd vowed from the start that it wasn't going to beat me. I wasn't going to let it. But one day, on that prom, I had an epiphany. What if being positive, even in adversity, dragged me back up? I'd always been a bit of a loner. My wife would describe me more as a miserable git, and she's right, of course. And I would shun people, barely acknowledge them. Now I decided to smile at people. And I got smiles back. And I'd throw in the odd, hello, and get a cheery, hello, back. I was engaging with people, and it helped. I had a spring in my step, and it made me feel good. Gradually, my back improved, and things got easier again. The low-impact exercises that had been so difficult to do at the start of the program were becoming more manageable. We realised we'd made it to the point where the gaps between exercises were no longer extended. We were doing them as they were supposed to be done, as written. Except for our nemesis, planking. So one day, we tried it. And we found we could. That thing that we were so afraid of suddenly didn't feel so bad. We had faced one of our hurdles and finally jumped over it without clattering to the ground. It was a target we'd set ourselves, which in no way scales related to, but it felt just as good to achieve as losing a pound or two. As time went on and our adherence remained largely intact, I found my clothes getting looser and having to tighten my belt notch, giving way to running out of belt holes and trips to buy new clothes, something I previously hated due to my limited choice in my size. Another non-scale victory. I promised a fellow group member that I would do a park run, despite never having done any running before, even way back in medieval times when I was in school. Darren, you're not that old. And surprised myself by actually finishing the run. With a little bit of walking, admittedly, but at least I finished. The following week, I ran again. And I improved my time. And walked less. And again... And again, each week, a new target. It had become obvious to me that these small targets, losing an inch, being able to move more, running faster, etc., had actually become more important than setting a big weight target. You can't get to the big targets without completing the smaller ones, after all. And completing the smaller ones saw my confidence grow. And that confidence made the targets easier to achieve. And as the weight lessened, the movement became easier. It became this self-fulfilling prophecy. May Bamoy's ended, and I'd done fairly well. When I started, I had in mind that I could maybe lose a stone in weight. And at the end of that season, 
I decided to push on and sign up for the next season of Made by Moyes for a further eight weeks. I feel it's important at this point to sum up Darren's achievement. The end of that first season was £31 lost, six inches off his waist and six inches off his hips. At the end of the following season, there was a further £24 loss, three inches off of his waist and two inches off of his hips. Just wanted to add a little context. Anyways, back to the story. I felt I had a little unfinished business, so I set new targets and continued following Chris's advice and the adherence saw me continue to make progress as previously mentioned. By the time that second season of Made by Moyes finished, I had reached and amended my final goal twice more and opted to switch to the more bespoke approach of the academy to get me over the finish line. I finally reached my maintenance level at Christmas 2021, seven months after I started the journey. Since then, I have continued in the academy to guide me through some lifestyle changes that could easily have turned into potential banana skins and to gradually wean me off the tools I'd come to rely on, such as weekly check-ins, measurements, my fitness pal, etc., and live a normal life. Since I started, I've lost over 81.5 pounds, 17 inches off of my waist and 13 inches off of my hips. But more importantly, I've gained so much confidence that I've changed my job and signed up for challenges I'd never have done previously. I've got the relationship with food I should always have had and I've become much more sociable. No longer a grumpy old sod, just an old sod now. And I've made some fantastic new friends. It's an old cliche, but if I can do it, anybody can. Honestly. Finally, if I can offer any advice, it would be this. Number one, don't make excuses. Number two, listen to and act upon the advice you've paid for. Number three, don't beat yourself up if you have a hiccup. Number four, don't be afraid to ask for help. Number five, small targets add up to big results. Six, challenge yourself. Seven, Helping others will help you too. Eight, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Nine, don't measure your success against other people. And ten, have fun. This is the most important one. Folks, I wanted to share with you Darren's story because it's not only a story of success, which of course is great in its own right, but it's a story of struggle and adversity as well. The main things to take away from that story is the fact that firstly, Darren and his wife went into it recognizing that the life they had no longer served them and they left it behind. They made that vow to not go back and not to continue as the people that they were. This is one of the biggest things that people need to do before they enter transformations. They need to recognize that the old life they had wasn't serving them. Of course, there's the intricacies of relationship with food, movement, exercise, mindset, attitude, all of these things. But that's all wrapped up in the life you led. It's not always necessarily about changing your life, but just adapting it. 
the first step on any program, and I can easily hark back to Alcoholics Anonymous with this one, but the mantra remains the same, is you have to accept that there is a problem. Not a problem in terms of specific foods, not a problem in terms of the people around you, not a problem in terms of any of that stuff. You have to accept the problem of your life and the way in which you're living it. The attitude that you've got towards life. Because the only way that we can step forwards is first to admit that there is a problem and acknowledge it. The second thing you have to do is start from where you are. You have to accept that whatever has gone before is whatever has gone before. You can't change it. You can't rewrite the script. It's happened. It's done. We don't have a DeLorean time machine to go back and change things. You have to pick up the baton from wherever you are in life. Whatever your weight may be, whatever your physical appearance may be, whatever your health may be, whatever your struggles or challenges may be, you start from there. Don't ever compare where you start to somebody else's because the most important thing is to make the changes, to begin the journey. Never mind where the start line is. And the two final things that really stand out from Darren's story, apart from the obvious, I mean, 81.5 pounds, which is just freaking ridiculous. I mean, 81.5, that basically equates to 5.8 stone, by the way, in case you want to work in old money. That's... That's no small feat. But, as I was saying, the two biggest things that stand out from Darren's story and Darren's journey as a whole is the continuous striving to improve, the absolute adamance that I will not be that person anymore, that acceptance of who that person was, but also that will to be someone better, that recognition that you can evolve. Because a lot of people shackle themselves. They don't actually believe that they can evolve. They don't believe that they can make these changes because they believe that so much of their life is deep-rooted. And I'll tell you right now, from a man that's undergone many a transformation, mentally more so than physically, there isn't a single fucking element of your life that you can't evolve, folks. Not a damn thing. Every single part of your existence can be adapted and changed. You are literally the master of your own destiny. And if you choose to stay in shitty circumstances or shitty situations, then it is exactly that. It's a choice because everything's up for grabs. Everything's up for negotiation. Everything's up for change. You just have to choose and want to do it, which is, is exactly what Darren and his wife did. His wife's name's Mel, by the way. <laughs> the thing going forwards as well is, like I said, he had that continuous strive to improve. You've got to constantly move the bar, move the goalpost, if you will. Once you've made some changes, brilliant. Make sure they stick. Let's make some more. I'm not talking about continuously making things harder for yourself because life has to get to the point where it is sustainable. Right now, Darren is enjoying that sustainable life because the changes he's made... He's now doing the act because he wants to, because that's part of his life now. It's not this conscious choice. It's this is how I want to live because it makes me feel good and serves me in more ways than the person that he was previously. It can't be this attitude of temporary, this dieting mindset, which is why diets fail. Because it's not about the fat loss, it's about the transformation. 
There is literally, apart from the additional weight numbers that I put in, there is only one sentence where Darren actually talks about the physical numbers or numerical aspect of his transformation. The rest of the words, all freaking two pages of it, are dedicated to the change, dedicated to the attitude, the mindset. In fact, his 10 points at the end are all mindset related, not physical related. The reason that I say that is because, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, it's very, very easy to focus on the outcome I want to be this weight, or I want to lose this much, or I want to fit these clothes. And miss the wood through the trees when it comes to what you need to do to get to that point. The processes lead to the outcome. The outcome cannot lead to the processes. If we focus on what we do, the result will look after itself. You know the old saying, look after the pennies, the pounds will look after themselves. It's the same damn thing when it comes to your physique with your mindset. Stop focusing on moving the needle. Stop focusing on where you want to be other than to bookmark it and have it as your driving force, particularly having the emotion behind that goal. Because here's the thing, we can easily enter a program and go, right, I want to lose three stone or I want to get down to a specific dress size. Brilliant. Thank you for the on the surface goal, but that's not actually the goal. Because if I click my fingers and you felt the same, but you achieved those numerical targets, you wouldn't feel complete. You wouldn't have the contentment that comes from the transformation. The two things that contribute to that feeling in the end, which is actually the goal that we're chasing, we want to feel better, is firstly the experience of doing the transformation, the fact that we did it, the work that went into it, the pride of what we've achieved and also the emotion behind it never mind the numerical i want to get to this weight i want to get to this dress size you're chasing those goals because of how you want to feel because that's how we live our lives folks through feeling so i'm hoping that off the back of this podcast there's a lot that you guys can take away from it I spoke about this on my private Facebook Live to my academy this week too and a hell of a lot of people had a lot of positive comments to say and a lot of people have echoed in private messages since about just hearing the story and knowing that there is an end to it because the thing that I haven't even touched on yet is basically what I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. A lot of the time we can focus so deeply on the process And so we should, the reason I keep harping back to it. But we can focus so deeply on the journey that we forget that there is an end and the end is beautiful. The end is one of sustainable changes, of a better life, a better outlook, a better attitude. The relinquishment of annoying applications on your phone, such as MyFitnessPal and NutriCheck. No longer needing to be ultra on it with wearing or focusing on your step tracker because you're now an active person. The person you dreamed to be at the beginning of your journey. You now just do it autonomously. It's who you've become. There is an end. But there will never be 
that end unless we get our heads down and we do the work and we take the lessons that Darren has shared with us to continuously strive to improve, to start from wherever you are and to recognize that your life didn't serve you. So stop clinging on to that life and start adapting it. Leave it behind. You don't have to completely overhaul who you are, but there's a fuckload of elements of your life that aren't serving you. So start recognizing what they are and make changes, not because some fucking coach like me tells you to, but because you're choosing to, because you genuinely want to. And that's it. That's transformation in a nutshell. So firstly, I want to say a massive thank you to Darren for taking the time to write his story. I've asked a few more people to do it off the back of sharing it on the live on Monday because I feel that sharing these stories is, for me personally, far more inspiring than simply looking at a picture of before and afters, of which you can easily go onto my Instagram or my Facebook and see Darren's before and afters. And secondly, I want to say a big thank you to you guys for listening and continuing to listen. I do enjoy recording these podcasts, yes, but I never want it to become a narcissistic exercise. These are for you. Yeah, sure, they help me as a form of therapy, as I've mentioned previously, but the lessons of my life, the people that I've worked with, and all of the experience and knowledge I have to offer are wasted unless you guys are listening. So I just want to say a big thank you to all of you that continue to tune in, or maybe you're just tuning in for the first time. I hope there's something that you guys can draw from these podcasts because, like I said, it's the very reason that I record them. And that's it. If you are enjoying them, please feel free to flatter my ego by sending me a message on Instagram, at Chris Moyes. And of course, if you're looking to start your own transformation, then give us a shout. Happy to help, be it with either my Made by Moyes group training program, or of course, with a little bit more of a tailored approach to ensure that the program works around you and your busy life. And that's it from me. Guys, I will see you on the next episode. Thank you very much. And as always, as Darren did, to be fair, accept the things of which you cannot change in your life, but do have the courage to change the things that you can. And of course, most importantly, the wisdom to know the difference between those two. See you next time. Toodles.